shortages are plenty beyond the realms of dreams. There run minor organizations splitting almost at the seam. Playoffs and conferences run hither-thither, slithering away each day. But no worries, we got it all covered. Everything about the NBA on the ball is bay. Your favorite NBA podcast in an Indian accent. We're back at it again on a rare off day in the NBA playoffs with some talk, some discussions and guests anew. There are conference finals happening as we speak and at least one of them is supposed to be a close affair. Speaking of conference finals, I've got with me, as always, a big fan of nuggets, wings, pork ribs, a bigger fan of cheesy jalapeno tips and the biggest fan of taking pics and forgetting to put them on Instagram. We need the way, yeah. We need the welcome back. Uh, it's uh, glad to speak to you after what seems like 45 minutes. 45 minutes, bro. We just we just recorded a daily take and uh, we are now back with a podcast. Finally, after all these weeks of uh, daily posting videos. Short form content. Short form content. Uh, and we have a very, very, very important guest. Uh, it's probably, would you say the most important guest we have ever had? No, I would not say that. We just had lunch with Elway last week, but <laughs> no. But in terms of Indian basketball, definitely. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, let me. Yeah. So on this episode, we've got with us. Uh, I mean, I recently found out his full name is Gopal Krishnan Ranganathan Rajagopalan, or as everyone in Indian basketball community knows, Gopal from Eklavyas. We've got the founder, director of Eklavyas, an organization which has spent as much time covering Indian basketball as anyone else. Gopal, thank you so much for coming on the pod. Like we would like to extend our warm welcome. Thank you, thank you so much, guys. Excited to be here. Oh, excited! Excited, yeah. But, you but, can see it on my face. Excited, <laughs> Gopal face. <laughs> mostly, mostly people like like we just want to get here, so you stop messaging us anymore. So you're excited, and we are excited for you. No, I'm surprised to be here. I don't even know why I've been invited, but thank you <laughs> for calling. <me. laughs> and let let us explore why. We, I mean, you, uh. I mean, there's no point, like, you know, there's no other reason. Eklavyas has been covering Indian basketball for such a long time. Uh, I, I, I think the first time we met was in the Red Bull Rain in uh, Matunga. Yeah. And you talked about how Indian basketball, like, is covered so rarely. And they just said some epic story about, you know, people would be walking on the court while the national finals oh, nationals, yeah. <laughs> uh, were going on. People, yeah. The spectators. <laughs> I was like... It, what like can you tell us a little bit about your journey from you know uh, the time you first fell in love with basketball and oh, okay. shout Udupi. out shout out to Udupi we are doing we are doing the Udupi <laughs> reference already I love it no no so Lil, Lil Rock School Lil right? Rock Lil Rock, school. Lil Rock Indian School which is named after Lil Rock, Lil Ram Kumar was he was he there when you were there. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. He was my uh, ah. super super senior as they call it right. Any 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 ah, batch ah, which yeah. is. Okay, I'm not trying to make you sound old, but he was whatever, three, four, three, three, four years, I think. Uh, you're talking about Krishna, they're brothers, na? Krishna, Ram Kumar, Karthik Ram Kumar. Because yeah, so, I, I used to play basketball with Krishna a lot. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so that's. Yeah, so Krishna Ram Kumar was part of that, the only Little Rock team that I think went to the Nash, CBSC Nationals or something. And should ask him how I beat him really badly. And he still goes <laughs> He's like, you come to India and I'll show you again. And like, <laughs> yeah, but that was that was cool. Yeah, no, that's that's how it started. So I I was playing. I actually started playing in Manipal, which is that obviously university town, and it's it's cool because it gives you access mm-hmm. to all these facilities which are meant for college students. But I was there as a school kid because my father used to work in. Uh, he was a professor in TAPMI, which is a management institute in Manipal. So I had access to... Yeah, they rejected me. I remember them very well. Oh, okay. I don't know if it was... My dad would have retired by then. So I don't think... I, I don't think... <laughs> I'm sure he would have also rejected me, but let's not go. Yeah, anyway, management and all like... I don't think it needs to be studied. <laughs> I'm, very, I'm very anti-establishment. But that's that's basically how it started. I started playing in Manipal. Then I started playing for for the school team. And then uh, that's, that's pretty mm-hmm. much how the journey began. Do you know Varun Nayak? Varun Nayak. He, play, he plays very regularly in KMC. Uh, I mean, I know a lot of people who used to play there. I used to go play with them. Uh, Shobhan and all these guys. I don't know what their names. But, um, but yeah, so it's been... Uh, you're right, KMC was... And I don't know if I told uh, Ashwin this story, but like... KMC is where I got my ass whooped so bad the first time I played with like these Americans and like Indonesia guys. And just I was like, oh my... Because I was like the shit in Goa. 
and then I came to uh, to Bhuvanendra College for a year, and there I was, I was a shit. We went state, uh, and then I came to MGM Udupi, with an absolute trash team, uh, and then we went and played against SRS and got our asses whooped. Uh, and uh, I used to, you know, then I went to KMC to play, and then I was just like, shit, I have like 50 steps more to get better because those guys, they're uh, they come from, I mean. For people that don't know, like KMC is probably one of the best uh, college towns in India. Uh, they have a lot of colleges there. Some are good, some are bad, but eventually everybody with money ends up there. So, you know, people with money, they play basketball because it's like a rich kind of sport. And a lot of NRIs come there. And so they are absolutely phenomenal uh, athletes, also much bigger than than me. So it was uh, it's where I got my first whooping, proper whooping, I would say. Um, other than the Haryana boys, but then I should always say the Haryana boys were tall, and the Kaunkev and so I have to be like. And okay. and, they're, I, and they're quite older, the Haryana boys. Yeah, much older. Those they come with under sixteen tournaments, and as you look at them, like we don't look under sixteen. <laughs> <Crazy. laughs> yeah, that's it. Anyways, all right. So 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 yeah. I mean, uh, I think uh, you know now that we've established that there is some connection somewhere. Yeah, uh, I think you know I've been uh, I've been following Eklavias ever since I started Ballers Bay, and uh, I, you know then I was just like, and I tell Ashwin the story is that the first time I ever interacted with you, I didn't know who you were. I was I was on Twitter, and uh, there was I think a hashtag that you were promoting called Brown Boys Can Jump or something like that. Brown men can jump. Brown men can jump. Yeah. I I kind of said this is this is all propaganda. <laughs> I remember you, you responding with like. You want to follow? You follow and get lost. <laughs> I was like, who is this guy? <laughs> okay, I don't remember this. <laughs> I'm not denying it, but I don't. You remember don't remember this. this right? I'm not denying it, but I do not remember this. <laughs> no, no, it was random. Like, like I said, I was not into. Like, I was not. I, I wasn't looking at basketball as a kind of media thing. Uh, so this was, I think, I think pre-college day also. So that's when I first saw. Okay, who is this Gopal guy? And I said, okay, Klavya. Okay, cool. And then, and then when when I and Rajesh started Ballish Bay, then we kind of learned more about what Eklavias is doing and what you guys are doing. And I thought it was uh, it's pretty amazing that you have such. My a- first introduction to Eklavias was uh, I I tried to get a job on their site uh, as a you know when I had just gotten out of college I was like okay no give me uh, the, what engineering has taught me is not going to be applicable anywhere else in my life. So, and, and somehow, I think for either through Sportskeeda or somewhere else, they had put an ad saying, you know, we want people to uh, go to call, organize like or, uh, tournaments, college tournaments, and then report. And I was like, okay, that seems like a nice thing to do. I mean, I like basketball and I can write a little bit. So I think I went on their site and checked something. And uh, for some reason or the other, it didn't pan out. But that was the first time I heard about, you know, Eklavias as the... Uh, destination for Indian basketball. Yeah, I think this this really speaks about you know kind of the work Gopal does. You know, like we all, everybody that's connected with basketball in India has somehow interacted with Gopal uh, and Eklavias in a way where like you know there's some kind of connection. And I think you should be really proud of the work you have done. I think it's you know we all, everybody in the industry, the large basketball industry <laughs> in India. <laughs> oh, the many many millions and billions. Follow basketball. Yeah, I think uh, you know we all appreciate the work you have done, and you know secretly we all wish uh, we were Eklavias in some form or the other. Uh, so you know, congratulations on that. I think that's that's pretty phenomenal. And you know, I, I saw your LinkedIn profile, and it said showed that you were you were a lawyer at some point of your life. So so kind of uh, you know being somebody who quit all of that and said I'm going to follow India basketball. I mean, like I say, I think I have balls, but then you know, I mean, I would I would say that you probably have bigger balls than me to to decide to go against uh, and follow India basketball. So I think, you know, props to you. And uh, I don't know if you have a team, but I, I don't think you have like a full-time team, uh, but maybe you do. So we'll know more about that. I think, you know, do you mind like talking about what a club? Yeah, once uh, you, uh, once Vineet, you please shut up and like let him talk about his journey of a club. Yeah, but I just wanted to set yeah, it up for the audience. Our audience may not know what. We have to, we have to, we have to, we have to control our phantom. We have to let the man talk. This is a podcast. He has to. Yes, Gopal, please tell us about how J N L U or J L N U. What is it? Jodhpur Law National University. It, yeah, now it's now it's yeah it's become N L U J now. But that time when I joined in 2006, there was only. There were only what 
one or two of these national law universities then uh so that time it was only nlu when i joined but now there are about 20 of them so it's become like nit you know like nit suratkal and all all of these uh, Sur- suratkal reference vinit suratkal i i got suratkal also it yes yes best best engineering <laughs> college in the south after iit madras <laughs> yeah no after iit madras <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of uh, humility vinit is <laughs> is vinit is vinit an iit guy i'm sorry i i'm not done by Usual. No, no, no. no, no, no. He's a NIT Suratkal guy. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, but that, that's basically it. And then he's a Cornell guy, but you'll hear that later. That's a different <laughs> yeah. thing altogether. No, so that's so. First of all, sorry to disappoint both of you. One of you I sort of trolled back on Twitter. The other one who didn't get a job with Eclavius. But, but, <laughs> but, but just to uh, sort of answer your question is the sense that, uh, yeah, the law part. Like I've always been interested in combining. uh basketball media and law i think the three together form like a good sort of triple thread if i if i want to <laughs> if you are doing that if you are doing yeah, references if you are doing and law okay <laughs> so no uh, so even when i was in school itself i started, I started writing for a bunch of places like those the the kd section on deccan herald and all of that right so i started writing yep. like if i used to play one game of basketball i used to write four articles or one poem or something so but then i went to law school and then uh even there the nlu it was like a two year old uh, institution or just just one batch had graduated then so there was no basketball scene in college so and obviously when you're playing in school and all you have a coach you have a manager you have you have the institution sort of helping you out in uh, but then in college there was nothing so that got me more proactively interested right it's not just about playing but how do i get others involved and how do i uh, start like a larger sort of culture around a, a sport uh, but then obviously after you graduate law you i mean we all need jobs right the classic whatever like so i did that 9 to 5 thing in delhi getting money to eat food yeah getting money to eat food i did that for for about a year and a half but in my head i was like if this job does not pan out uh, then i'm not going to take up another job and also the reason being that this job itself that i took was uh, was on almost on the fringes of law i worked in legal publishing uh, right with all those law books and commentaries and those thick volumes and all which is so exciting right <laughs> editing those books <laughs> but but that's that's how that's how it began but i was very clear if this also does not work out i am just i am just going to go give it a shot because this is also time this was around 2012 13 uh, when that bfi img reliance uh, contract uh it was being executed there was stuff happening in indian basketball there was a school league uh, college league and there was there were talks there were serious talks about a pro league starting so i figured this is a good time to sort of uh, dip my feet in it so to speak and then i met i met actually uh, when i was still working i met the bfi president uh back then not it wasn't govind raj it was it was the one before uh, a lady called rupam sharma i met her and i told her i want to I'm interested in media and all of this. I want to work with you. So she asked me to contribute some article. I wrote an article, but an article I realized in hindsight now, from maturity or wisdom or age or whatever, it was very hard hitting. Basically, it was about how uh, uh, officiating basketball in India is not a full time uh, profession. You can't earn enough money. That was what that article was, and I submitted Wait, it. First article. That was my first article. I gave it full. Like I gave it to the BFI president right there. Okay. And, and I didn't get that job. <laughs> as, you can, as you can imagine, <laughs> I wonder. I wonder so, but she was she was pretty chill about it. Like uh, she explained a point of view, but I was like, see, uh, I think it's important for us to be honest. We cannot claim that we are this basketball superpower or this powerhouse. We are not. So let's just address it. Let's just and if it comes from the federation saying that you know what, uh, there are a lot of things we have to improve. but we are being open about it we are being transparent that you know what help us we'll all work on this together that was my naivety of my early 20s thinking that this approach uh, could work but uh, anyway that didn't work out but that that sort of planted that seed you know that okay if i were to start because i was the whole thing that was applying for bfi was to be their uh, media guy to help them create a website social media presence and all of that so all of those ideas it started i started forming a structure in my mind in terms of if i was to address this in a constructive way on how to create a framework around basketball content or basketball communications how would i do it so that is what basically 
what should have been bfi has become eclavius pretty much that that is the that is the and how the word eclavius why why the name eclavius it has nothing to do with basketball as such it it doesn't in its in its obviously in its in its very narrow sense but uh, i'm sure like both of you like we've all played basketball obviously we need i know you have played for the railways and you have played at a much higher level than me again ashwin i you obviously look like a baller i don't, I don't know what 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 your uh... <laughs> thank you but uh, <laughs> the, <laughs> thing, the kindest thing you could have said you look like a baller <laughs> You know <laughs> the perks, the, the perks, perks of having a law degree, right? You know how to use words. <laughs> <laughs> no, so no, but my point is that it uh, it started off uh, of that way. That uh, that the idea is that I think the problems that that basketball in India uh, that it faces is the same that any sport outside of cricket face face. It's the same thing, yes. right? You you don't have you don't have oh. <laughs> uh, yeah you don't have the face I, I that name just made sense to yeah me. so eclavius is like the underdog right if you know obviously the mahabharat reference i don't want to obviously right now it's this very hey this guy doesn't know any mahabharat and all yeah what <laughs> come on man hello mahabharat okay it's a great story but do you know the eclavius story yeah dronacharya okay. and the thing and the Finger, no, thumb, no, no. Okay, so uh, ah, okay, okay, so kind of knows. Okay, no, so I, I, Ashwin, would you want to like give the what do you think is, could be the reason then? If you if now that you know the background, like ah yeah, ah. so I mean Eklavya's Eklavya, uh, I mean he, I think he was not a Shatriya by caste. So Dronacharya said that I only teach princes and I only teach. So as an Dronacharya is sort of like the Indian public, like I will only pay attention to cricket and football maybe. and i will not look at you you a low caste person so eklavyas uh, still put up a lot like you know he spread uh, watched him trained by himself did everything by himself and sort of uh, like you know uh, became a respectable uh, warrior in the in the no, mahabharat very respectable warriors no one knows what I'm... yeah he did man he, <laughs> he did i mean it's very difficult to shoot without your right uh, thumb, but he is no defense of eklavyas after that story that story is just a story i think i think uh, before the mahabharat something was there but uh, not really much more after that no no i remember it i have seen the serial man i have remember <laughs> i didn't read the mahabharat i mean i read some uh, amar chitrakatha version of it i didn't read the whole big ass okay, anyway, mahabharat why don't you explain okay, that so this in this analogy i'm just trying to continue this thread of conversation with <laughs> although it's a bit difficult but but in this analogy uh, the uh, dronacharya is the indian public okay arjuna is cricket oh okay okay and and yeah and eklavya is all these other sports outside of cricket right so, oh. so for me eklavya is like the classic underdog story where uh, you have the talent you have the skill it's just that you you are you don't have the right environment or the right uh, framework uh, you're in the wrong place at the wrong time or something so the idea and the reason why it's called ekalavyas and not eklavya is that there are many such ekalavyas out there right so it's the idea is to oh. is to bring this community together like a group of ekalavyas which is basically people who are passionate about the sport to such a degree where they're willing to do it at even at at any at any cost obviously the idea is not to get people to chop their thumbs but uh, all these sports it, uh, like I, i remember rahul dravid gave this uh, this very cool quote is that uh, when i play cricket i get paid to play but if i am playing another sport in india i have to pay to play right so that is that is that is this whole sort of thing which i am and obviously basketball is being the sport that i have personally played a lot in school and college it made sense for me to start uh, from from this sport and but the idea is that this should in theory be replicated or replicable to any sport outside of cricket in terms of the content that is put out or the kind of community that is built in theory it should can be replicated i think any such community for any sport for that matter mm-hmm. fair enough makes sense yeah sounds makes sense so do do you think eklavias will will branch out from basketball into other sports yeah so i had i had started a football football page like 6 years ago okay then then i realized that uh the guy who said he would put out content he sort of 
he went and he became a full time corporate lawyer so then i am stuck with this football page <laughs> okay then i then i don't and you know this right we need like i mean you're an entrepreneur right this whole thing you you think that okay uh, you'll partner with people and it'll all work out and this whole thing of you'll find people and we'll have like a billion dollar unicorn <laughs> all that stuff right so anyway so 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 i did that is the idea uh, but but there is uh, so eklavya is already there like there in extreme adventure sports there's a page called eklavya's x uh so that that does a lot of these sort of i think that's also a very interesting domain like skydiving skiing surfing yeah basically any it's kayaking kayaking all of this yeah eklavya's trip <laughs> yeah that that maybe maybe later once india is not ready for that, for that yet <laughs> but anyway so that's then I, i would love to do combat like i want to do something called ek combat because i think uh, there are many indigenous martial arts like kalari paita and all which which i think deserve more recognition than they get uh, i'm actually thinking of of doing something in chess but again these are all ideas out there but right chess now, is becoming mainstream now Exactly. I was hoping. I know there's some like YouTube comedians. Have, comedians have taken over chess. Comedians. Yeah, I think it, I saw some YouTube guy who plays chess with all these like YouTube stars, and I'm like, oh, that's good. You know. Yeah. No, Getting but some, uh, some chess recently, like when the lockdown became uh, began, chess uh, suddenly got spurred on by this comedian uh, Samirana, and uh, he started uh, making it interesting for people to watch again, like making it engaging, I guess. I mean, it was always interesting, but he sort of made it little more mainstream than you know it was all this while. Yeah, but right now it's just basketball, pretty much. That's uh, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so so uh, to, to give context to the uh, to the audience, the 150-200 people that listen to our podcast. Wow, is that good. that's actually a good number? <laughs> that's a good number. Okay, that's actually good. A club just put out put out a. Uh, a statement saying that you know uh, pages that are starting to uh, follow basketball should, should give some uh, some love to indian basketball and we do you know in all of all is bay we have interviewed some you know indian basketball players when uh, i went to the all star games i interviewed some uh, indian guys indian uh, players and i i think I, i think you guys posted one of them too uh, so we do try to encourage uh, some of the players but we don't follow the 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 basketball scene in india so i wanted to understand more about like you know where you are coming from because i can see some people taking it in the wrong sense which is like ye kaun hota hai hame bolne wala you know like who the hell are you guys want to do so in terms of like what you meant about how should nba focused uh, you know pages like ours or podcasts like ours encourage or include indian basketball within uh the context of the content we create because in the end of the day you know people can choose what content they want to listen to and for example like i think hoopistani hoopdarshan is uh, is kind of like a mix of both india and and npa um and for me i i, I do listen to it but i usually skip forward all the indian stuff and i go to like whatever <laughs> it's just it's just what i prefer right yeah uh but sometimes when they have someone interesting i end up listening to So they are interviewed too. I think they have been, they have interviewed some sometime the Scott Fleming. I think I thought that was a very interesting interview. Uh, so yeah. I think there is there is a there is a place for where you know you can kind of get Indian content or Indian basketball mixed with NBA so that you know you can engage the audience on two platforms. But on, I wanted to hear more from you as to what your thoughts are. Yeah. So about about that post, it was again specifically for. Uh, for because i've noticed it, especially because in the lockdown obviously we are all exceptionally jobless by choice or by compulsion either way but uh, yeah. what has happened is uh, there are these obviously it's a flurry of these webinars and all these things happening right and in and instagram pages that have come up uh, yeah. so it is specifically for that if you if you're starting an instagram page see a podcast is something which is which is very different i'm not just saying it because you invited me but the fact is i could have easily started an indian basketball podcast myself I genuinely believe that it is too soon to have an Indian basketball podcast because uh, I think that's a second generation sort of content for uh, for Indian basketball it would be too soon if like uh, yeah it's just too soon like people don't even like we're still in that level 1 of most people don't even know who the who the captain of the Indian team is right there was this uh, video that was put out by bank I saw yeah, the video so, yeah 
so so my my thing is that uh, and all these instagram pages usually are started in across india so my point is that if you're doing this you know like why don't you just cover the the basketball around you right what are the courts around you where can people play who are the who are the india players or national players who come out of there uh, right you and you balance that because the nba is always going to be the benchmark right so it's not about ignoring the nba like even eklava like i i myself have started an nba page uh, right but even otherwise i have always tried to put out nba content as well but the idea is to uh, is to show the nba as a benchmark saying this is what we have to aspire to reach in terms of uh, how we are developing the sport right so but yeah uh, that was more for that and also again uh, the the eklavas be like i said is more of a community sort of thing it's about uh, activating the community it's for more for people who who are aren't just looking for uh, content to consume but they're looking at content which is going to help them uh, maybe connect to like minded people or to start something uh, something interesting or collaborate right it's a more it's it's it's, it's about planting this seed of some some sort of thing right uh, so that's that's where that's where i come from yeah so we are now in a social media world right like there's anything that you do it has a social media angle to it and uh, especially basketball also it it can drive engagement but what is the kind of engagement that you're looking for like what do you want the followers of basketball like because i i remember like you used to do this series where which i found extremely useful or at least in my mind it was like amazing thing which is uh can you help me find courts in this place because a lot of ballers if they end up in a place they have to rely on like trying to explore in that area if there is a basketball court somewhere and like i i love hearing the sound of basketball's dribbling like which is how i try to eco locate where the place is nah. but in your case somebody said since you you know like uh, can you please help me out a, a, a delhi ncr mein kahin pe court hai chandigarh sector 17 mein kahin pe court hai to aap batai and like what, so that is one kind of engagement right where you are activating the community feeling of indian ballers because all we want to do is find a place where we can play basketball correct so what other things are you looking for like as sort of benchmarks for you to be like okay this is something that i can my community should be able to uh, help the whole community with like eklavya should be able to help the community with okay what is your vision for that yeah yeah so uh, so i look at it as as sort of problem areas uh, right so one is finding places to play that is one problem area uh, the other one that i that i look at is in terms of women's basketball uh, right uh, basketball generally luckily it's not uh, at least openly as sexist or uh, gender biased because if you look at all these tournaments that happen in in india the prize money usually is the same which is great generally obviously there are some tournaments which give more to the men but uh, women's basketball uh, is again one one thing that i want to promote and activate uh, right that is that is one the third is uh, busting stereotypes it could be any stereotype uh, around basketball one is that uh, the same brown can jump brown uh, yeah exactly that's the whole point so the whole thing of brown men uh, brown men can jump is because uh, what happened was uh, also in the past i was also working with uh, 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 working on talent management right i was trying to help i was working along with uh, my colleague vishnu okay. I, i'm not working with him anymore but we were trying to solve the talent management uh, sort of that's another problem area it's sort of content related thing but about getting indian players into professional leagues abroad we are all talking about when will an indian come into the nba mm-hmm. but that is literally that is not the problem we are trying to solve the problem is are, are we creating pathways for indian players to play professionally anywhere it could be europe it could be south america japan mm-hmm. australia that is a much more real issue to solve because then you would you can have 100 people 100 basketball players men and women from india simultaneously playing in any professional league anywhere in the world and then out of those 100 is when you'll get yes. a 1% 1% conversion rate into the nba or wnba right so busting stereotypes like uh, why is there this perception that indians cannot uh, don't have the athleticism because your perception of in when i say your about the western perception of indians are the engineers right <laughs> all those who went on the and ended up on the west coast right who uh, who have who, who are not your benchmark for athletes right that is your perception that harold and kumar kind of whatever that kind of uh, situation right so busting stereotypes 
uh, and another stereotype is about basketball being uh, in india you ask people uh, they they don't know that basketball is an indoor sport right there is so that again is a is a very uh, very specific problem area if we do not don't even realize that basketball has to be played on an indoor softer surface then yeah. uh, then then you know all over knees yeah, no, are i think that's a good point because i think uh, the 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 i would i would say like the game is very different on a on a concrete surface than on a wooden surface the ball handles differently and generally i've always felt felt that different when you play outside you play street ball and then you suddenly asked to go play like a professional league for basketball suddenly like the whole thing really changes um and yeah i mean in india very few people know that this game professionally is played indoors and not outdoors yeah so i'm just saying so busting stereotypes generally is also another thing yeah the, the, so yeah the third thing is 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 what i find and i uh, maybe you guys uh, feel the same way is that even when i was in school itself when i was reading the paper uh, right uh, i always in the sports section because we are that old so i'm talking pre social media time right so uh, so there was this obviously you rely on sports star or or that whatever the newspapers sports sports star is <laughs> sports star so, so you're reading the sports sports star is the og yeah so you're reading i mean i'm reading the paper okay and uh, i'm finding cricket 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 right and even there you have like they're covering like zimbabwe and new zealand okay i'm i'm like really i mean is this really like what you should be doing right now right so so my the other sort of prong like i said problem area is 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 very basic stuff which is simply documenting documenting the most important events or results or trends uh around basketball so that's how eclavas began in fact uh, eclavas a website was a live play by play commentary was that's when it sort of blew up because karan madhok was kupisani uh, shout out to him he was sitting in uh, he was he actually went to wuhan he was in wuhan covering the fiba uh, asia cup in 2014 and i was obviously in bangalore because i seem to not have a life but i was always here but but we were we were doing a live play by play uh, right and and then india miraculously beat china so previously we have we have done live i mean i've done live play by plays in the past but india loses by 20 points okay on an average but <laughs> so current i like how like 20 points but that's an average or average yeah so but no i'm talking about against uh, teams like iran and philippines and china and all japan yeah. so what happened is through the course of that uh, karan and i were both watching this unfold you know and what happened is by the end and this was again this was pre social media time so karan was able to go into the locker room or something after that and uh, take a picture uh i don't know if you guys hmm. see it's a pretty now it's sort of become like iconic in the sense they're all in the locker room and they're celebrating and all i think uh, it's still part of uh, the hopistani's uh, banner on twitter or something but anyway so then after that game uh, it went viral right the result because everyone like no one knew about that indian basketball existed but immediately two hours later everyone started acting as if they're an expert right they're like oh india beat china amazing and all that okay and then the same tournament also uh all of our favorite our favorite news anchor arnab goswami right uh, he oh, did God. like he did a times now a one one hour special segment uh on on how indian sardar players sikh players are not allowed to play, wear turbans and play uh right uh, so they did a full one hour he did a full one hour his rant i mean whatever he that back then he was still trying to be a journalist was he ranting back then he he was he was on his way like he was still trying to be a oh, journalist okay. and he was still fighting for the right causes i don't mean right wing but the right causes he was fighting for that but uh, so then uh, but the, so they did a full one hour special and he did not even mention that india actually beat china the entire one hour thing was about religion you know that oh sardar players sikh players and all that but my point is that mainstream media simply does not even cover basic results or uh, basic results which are of national or international level results so that is also another prong that's how eclavas began pure documentation 
uh, what is happening in the senior nationals where does the senior nationals happen what is the structure of the senior nationals it is like some scientific experiment you know level 1 level 2 then you have this losers knockout tournament you have this you have relegation and you have promotion all of this is happening uh, right so uh, that's the idea is simple documentation so that you know that there is someone there is there is a place or there is a platform where you can go and just get data because that again is the fourth problem uh, i've lost track of the number but it's a fourth problem point there is no data and right? the fourth one you're right yeah. right like we like again like on, on your ball is me podcast you are able to have a legit uh, conversation on is jokic a better passer or lebron right and you're able to back that up with mm-hmm. advanced nba stats and analytics but in india we we don't even know the uh, overall career points per game or an, or a individual game points per game right so the idea is to give that foundation of news so that this can lead to the second generation content which is where people are actually having conversations you know what khushiram was more impactful than vishesh or amjot was better in the paint than ajmer singh right uh, because i think this is this is what is needed because only then people will get interested in in following indian basketball so this again is is a is a huge uh, sort of uh, foundation well, obviously right now nothing is happening uh, because of the lockdown but uh, that is basically these are sort of broadly what and then and then the last thing is uh, i find that if you are a basketball fan in india you have to f- discover and find other basketball fans you are usually surrounded by for every one basketball fan there are 10 cricket fans uh seven football football or uh, epl fans all seven are engineers for some reason but okay but, but that that is that is the split right like all all my school friends by the way all of them who went to nit and all these engineers are all all football fans so there is an engineering football somewhere i don't know i have not done this you are right i don't know why that is but that it, it exists so so that's the idea is that at least people should know that you know what there are other crazy people out there uh who are, who also love basketball as much as i do right so it's a place no, where I, people I, can I'll give, you, i'll give you the i'll give you the engineering thing right so i think uh, you know sports in general is uh something that you know people try to emulate right like you see you see lebron do a you know windmill dunk and you're like oh shit i got to i got to i can i do that and i think uh football is a little bit more closer to where you can emulate stuff where you can try to kick the you know do those like kicks and tackles and donut donut passes and all that stuff it's easier to do that easier to replicate that than you know a, a lebron dunk or you know like a steph curry three pointer from from nowhere like i think uh you know that's where the fascination for engineers with with football comes from that i've seen is that you know generally most engineers and most indian guy most indians are kind of nerds we are taught to like go to school we get you know get your marks till 10th kuch nahi hota sports mein like okay if you are really really talented then maybe you do something like when i was in goa and goa is not very great in sports uh, i was literally in every like district level team right football cricket kabaddi short put 400 meters cuz what no i literally was in all those teams like i used to go there i should i should be laughing right and it wasn't that competitive and uh, you know my, my point being that like when you get to college and you realize kuch nahi hota yaar there's nothing to do other than go to school then you you pick up a sport that's how ashwin got into basketball he got rejected by cricket and then he said fuck it i have nothing to do i don't go three times i don't go to classes anyway so let me pick a sport and that's where i think hey, the fascination in private i think that's where the fascination for engineers or you know university grads comes into football is because that's the only sport that they can see that they can emulate right because then even volleyball is one of those sports where like really there is no coverage of volleyball but you see a lot of indians playing volleyball lots of indians play volleyball but there is literally no coverage of volleyball but it's because you can play volleyball effectively enough with you know like and indians play volleyball very differently you know they they don't play none of them are the spikers or you know they they play very differently because athletically that's what they are capable of or that's what they can emulate uh, stereotype I mean, alert stereotype alert stereotype alert it's not, it's not stereotype, stereotype 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 i'm giving you the reason for the emulation i'm not giving you that this is the only thing you're capable of i'm saying 
this is what people see right uh, when when you look at michael jordan like these are the highlights you see you see you don't we don't talk about it that's why one of the things that i try at least as much as i i, I can with ball is base really talk about the iq required to play basketball right basketball in my opinion is a very very intelligent sport you don't have to be very athletic to be very effective in, in basketball and that's why you see a lot of these like players like chris paul is not very athletic you know he's not very but he's so effective uh, for a long period rajon rondo is not athletic but they are very effective because they have extremely high iq uh, yes you need a little bit of skill but i feel that basketball at it at its peak is more of an iq game than an athletic game and i think if you can if if that can be shown to to the indian audience you know we love to be smart we love to call ourselves smart you know that's why we love chess and like oh yeah i can play chess you know and all that stuff like we love that idea of being intelligent and i think basketball itself is a very high iq sport you see it in the playoffs you know like it's not just about who can jump and dunk it's about what are the plays you're setting and it's and these plays are set in like a span of 5 seconds you know like you have three plays with different settings in the span of 3 seconds 4 seconds which is not there in other sports but we don't talk about those plays because there are you know people i won't say their names but they're all about like casuals they don't really talk about these plays in in, in form of that this you need intelligence to to create these plays and i think once indians realize that oh shit this is not just about you know uh, and I, i have a little bit of beef about this on the indian thing where there are crossover ye karo aisa wo karo ye dunk karo aisa usko trick shot that's not what basketball is like it's just that's stupid that's that's just social media stuff and that's fine you know if you want to gain following by doing it that's fine but really talking about the game as it being an intelligent game where plays lead to scoring teamwork leads to scoring teamwork leads to scoring, i think can maybe change the the narrative in india that's what i think yup yup i hope that happens but again this is this is like you said this is hard content to uh, package in a way that because you already need 100000 people out of which 10000 people will appreciate sort of nuance like a uh, you know breaking down breakdown play breakdown like b-ball breakdown kind of stuff right so but i hope it happens i get your point it, it is actually a very intellectual sport and obviously we, we we claim to be intellectual as a civilization as a society so so i mean i hope that happens yeah that's true but i, I think the eklavya's uh, aim probably is to you know spread the word that the sport is growing that it's not an elite man sport because i when i started playing people used to think of basketball as a sport only the bourgeoisie play like it's not a sport where but uh, we know with dribble academy dribble academy's whole aim is to you know get to the uh, roots get to the uh, like start uh, making people play basketball when they are 6 6 years old 7 years old try to get them in the culture where basketball is being played uh, create low low cost courts so that they don't have to go 100 uh, 10 50 kilometers to find a court provide them with shoes provide them with basketball like what they do is also amazing right and uh, so those are some misconceptions that exist and uh, like like this sport being like a cerebral sport sort of sport i i don't think it can be appreciated at this level maybe by like gopal said you know like the next generation when we'll be able to when we a generation would have already learned basketball then maybe that sort of nuance would build into yeah. this game there, right, there right now no no just right now all they want to do is just shoot threes like uh, wherever i've seen it like when i've uh, been sort of coaching at uh, not dribble academy like high five youth academy and all uh, the kids just they just want to shoot threes they just like i oh, will get the ball shoot threes and that's it like they don't understand the game at the level that you know we need this expecting us to understand the game so yeah, they just uh, want to have fun and play play basketball as a sport and i i think that's there's a there's a little beauty in there as well Uh, no, they're like trying to keep the kids in school. About it, like going mm. professional, right? Like what he's trying to say is like, okay, we get mm. them to the leagues. I mean, basketball is played in literally every school. Every most schools mm. have basketball courts. It's just they play soccer on it, right? Or football on it. Right? The point being that cricket, like, cricket, they play cricket. Do they play cricket on it? They use the like, pole as the wicket. You know, oh. for me, like it's just you. If you just show the beauty of like a simple thing, which is like a high pick and roll. that's it you just explain to two kids that this is how you score a basket instead of saying I, i'll tell you my, my, i'll tell you my my one experience okay I, i'm hijacking this part but i want to give this one experience so when i used to play basketball i used to have this one move 
where I would go for the layup, but I used to not put it straight up. There. I used to like spin. You remember the Jamal Murray? The, the English, the English, the English on the glass. They, they, uh-huh. they spin in the air. And I didn't know I used to spin in the air. Everyone was like, oh, so good. And I was like, well, I'm just putting a layup. I never knew till I saw myself on video when I played nationals that shit, I actually do spin in the air. And that's why people like it. But for me, it was just like I was laying it up. So with with basketball, there is this fascination that you're this like cool dude. Everyone's like cool who plays basketball. Like all the girls want to like date basketball guys. And I think that takes away, that kind of creates that like barrier for people to think, oh shit, I can play basketball. I'm not that cool, right? Because they see all of this stuff. And I feel like the more you just say, okay, you know, a simple high pick and roll is not, you, you know, you just have need to know how to roll and the top guy needs to know how to pick and that's it. You'll get an easy two. You don't have to worry about it. You don't have, you don't have to have fancy layup. You don't have to have like a dunk or anything of that sort. That that conversation, I don't think happens in Indian basketball. I don't think that happens. And I've, I've, I don't know, I've not played Indian basketball for almost seven, eight years, 10 years now. But when I used to do, they had only one thing, which is throw the ball, the one short guy who's really fast will run, catch the ball and, and, and lay it up. Yes or no? Am I wrong? Yeah, that's a classic outlet transition, yes. cherry picking. This is the stupidest way to play basketball. But that's what people see and that's what people learn. But I feel like that conversation does not happen. And I would love a club years to maybe have some kind of outlet where, you know, like instead of like having these posts, like you have like maybe like some kind of like, you know, this is what uh, pick and roll is. You know, this is how pick and rolls are effective. And, or, you know, this is what uh, a screen and flare is. This is what a double screen is. Because once that technicality you can promote, I think people are smart enough and they want to be smart enough where they can use that in games. But I don't think that's yeah. what most people promote. Yeah, no, no. So that's what, there are a couple of things in, in what both of you said, which is I'm the I'm, pro, I'm still trying to keep track of my the number of reasons why or the problem areas Eklavas is trying to solve. So uh, this is basically point five and six, which is like mm-hmm. increasing the general. Uh, general IQ, like uh, conveying the intelligence of the sport, which is why, uh, but again, to answer your point, this is why I've started like a sub, sub page. Uh, one of you, I think, messaged me, how many pages have you started and why have you started it? I think, I don't know who it was, it was one of you. That sounds like something beneath would ask. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I would just count it myself. So anything, <laughs> anything that comes out of this, out of the basketball thing, which is a little bit like, uh, you know, kind of, it, it cuts through a little bit hard is from me. Anything that's really nice and happy and all that stuff. No, so to, an- <laughs> to answer that, that's that's the reason I started a different page called Doctor Hoops. Okay, uh, the idea of it is to yeah is to do play breakdowns. In fact, uh, this what you're talking about is something that I would I'm actually uh, looking to do where uh, where we actually get like how Kobe uh, may he may, may his soul may his soul rest in peace. Yeah, but detail, detail was about that. Yeah. So ba- basically taking that, so uh, the idea is to maybe get get Vishesh or someone, uh, like the famous alley mm-hmm. that uh, that we got against China, yeah. right? That alley China. Dunk. Yeah, oh. Vishesh to Amjot. Uh, there were screens, there were off-ball screens that Joginder uh, and someone else had set, right? They were two back-to-back uh, off-ball screens, which no one notices or talks about, right? And... Uh, so about breaking down, I know I, did not talk about it though, but I know. <laughs> yeah, so I'm talking about like breaking down plays. That is something uh, I agree. That is something that I that I'm planning to do for sure. Like with the players' voiceover, like right? that whole Kobe detail sort of thing. Uh, maybe that like, that will happen soon. That's one. The other thing uh, which uh, Ashwin spoke about, which again is problem area number six, I think, is this whole bourgeoisie thing, right? Perception of basketball. Uh, as an elitist sport versus the reality of it being a grassroots, rural, uh, tier 2, tier 3 city, town, village sport. Because 99% of those who play for India come from non-urban settings. That is just a fact. And again, so there is this whole thing, people think, oh, NBA is so cool and all that, and and they do all this. But then the reality of basketball is so, so different. So the, this this whole idea is to bridge bridge these two things, right? Uh, which again com- comes back to that post, right? I still think there is a way to do it. There is a way to organically bridge these two things because it's still basketball. Even if, like people obviously people who don't understand basketball get distracted by the 
by the shiny lights of the NBA and the celebrities who turn up there. But like you said, right, basketball at every moment is broken down into specific plays and specific moments. Whether you're playing in the NBA or playing in Indian basketball, you need to have you are playing basketball, right? So so how can how can how can we, not just a clubbers, even you guys or anyone, all of us who are creating uh, content around basketball, how can we bridge this thing between perception and reality? Uh, and that's happening now. Like many kids today are following both NBA and are also playing for Karnataka or Kerala and all. 10, 15 years back, there was a huge gap. Like they were, they were only playing Indian basketball or they were only following the NBA and sitting at home, right? That armchair thing, that also was a huge problem. But I think now it's, now I think it's happening and I think good content also, if, if sort of localized content can still be packaged in a way that sounds cool, right? Which sounds like Ted the Stoner kind of thing, right? Which comes from a place which is, which is so-called sophisticated. I don't think it is sophisticated. I just think it's, it's a, it's an outcome of our privilege that our backing, we watch whatever Western sitcoms, so we're able to use certain words, certain phrases. But uh, that's again the idea that if I'm talking about Indian basketball, I should still do it in a way that sounds that sounds like you know what this guy is still seems or this page or this content still seems cool. So the idea is to attach this coolness to Indian basketball and local basketball, right? Uh, so all these, I mean, these are all uh, the sort of things that go on in my head. I don't know if, if that translates into what actually comes out, uh, but that's that's the idea behind the kind of content or the thought process behind whatever gets put out. Uh, on on the Eklavas pages. Makes sense. I mean, I think we could talk about uh, Indian basketball and the issues that plague it for five hours and it will still not be enough or like write multiple books. But uh, on this podcast, we have to talk about some NBA. Otherwise, the NBA is going to take our sponsorship away. Uh, One day, it will be. (laughs) So, (laughs) so, uh, I mean, one day there will be sponsorship which they will threaten to take away if we do anti-China stuff. It's a different... Let's not go there. Let's not go there. We have China kind of things. So, Gopal, I mean, I'm sure you're following the uh, NBA playoffs. Like, uh, w- w- do you think, w- I mean, I, we want to talk about, you know, how the Clippers faltered against the Jokic Nuggets. Uh, we have talked about it, like, tremendously a lot, but I wanted to, you know, get some of your thoughts as well. Uh, the best, the team which was supposed to win it all, the team which was supposed to be the beast on defense with the dog mentality, and they, they got beaten by a Serbian overweight kid and uh, his <laughs> uh, friend from anymore. Canada. Not overweight anymore. Not overweight anymore. <laughs> but he was at the beginning of the season. A little pudgy. pudgy. He got uh, a little... <laughs> 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 formerly overweight uh, Serbian kid and the friend from Canada. I mean, how how did you... I mean, did you... Do you manage to catch games early in the morning? Yeah, so... Uh, in fact, this 2019-20 season is the first season where I have consciously tried to follow the NBA. Uh, again, I'm being very honest. If if you had uh, uh, if you had called me say two years back, uh, I would have been totally clueless because I I actually took a very conscious decision in 2012 or something. So I I'm terrible at multitasking. Maybe it's a guy thing. Like guys are supposedly terrible at it. But uh, anyway, the point is that I thought <laughs> sounds a little bit. <laughs> There's a little uh, cognitive dissonance right there. <laughs> <laughs> I think guys are supposed to be great at multitasking. What, I mean, I don't know. Is, what I don't the know. Whatever. The, the jury is out on that. <laughs> but anyway, my point is I am terrible okay. at it. So, uh, so the thing is I took okay. a conscious decision in 2012 that I'm just going to go all in. Like I'm going to get into the muck or dirt or whatever or the beauty or curse of Indian basketball. So in, so this 2019, so I, that's what I did for, for six to eight years. And till 2018, I was still, honestly, it took me some two seconds to realize that Harden is not with OKC. <laughs> Harden is with Rockets. Because my <laughs> my my NBA, my NBA memory was was sort of stuck at when I graduated college, right? Because college is where your 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 dad is always paying or covering your expenses. You don't you can just watch games. But but from 2019 uh, 20 season onwards, I have started watching it. And uh, my vote was for the Clippers, I think, because again, uh, going back to what Vineet said, right, about if you go by foundational principles of basketball, defense is supposed to win championships. Yes. <laughs> but but here, defense is uh, getting knocked out in the Western Conference semifinals. But that's also because they, because I mean, they, they didn't play defense. They didn't play defense. <laughs> which is, <laughs> but yeah, even I was disappointed. I mean, again, I'm not. I I watched these teams. Uh, I thought. Uh, Montrez Harrell, like, I don't know, he disappeared. I think he got that, he got the six-man award and then I don't know what he did right. after with that. 
Yeah. He just sort of like yeah. I got I it. I don't know what it is. I mean, Jokic, other than Jokic playing at an elite level. I don't want to hate yeah. on Paul George. Uh, I actually think I, I'm saying I don't want. I'm saying I don't want to. I don't want to hate on him because people are doing that, like the whole pandemic P and all that. But <laughs> I loved him in the Pacers. I actually think that the chemistry is off. I mean, it's, it may sound like an excuse, but the, at the end of the day, you do need to play with your teammates for a considerable period of time, which I don't think has happened with the Clippers. But I don't think that can be an excuse as well, because uh, you should be like. Your team you USA always plays in the world. You should be able to average more than 10 points a game. That's my point. Yeah, yeah, you should be. And as a team, I think there's no there's no excuse for not playing defense. Yeah. I think that's not a chemistry yeah. thing. That's that's an effort thing. Uh, so, yeah. But but credit, I think, I think actually Nuggets probably are the most likable team after uh, Mavericks. When Mavericks won in 2011. Yes. All my references will go back. All will jump eight years, like I said. <laughs> Vineet is very happy that you reference the Mavericks. Usually, he's the one who has to bring up either it's in our contract, like either Tim Duncan or Dirk Nowitzki has to be brought up in the episode. Yeah, yeah beautiful basketball team, That's first basketball. I mean, but Nuggets. I mean, they're just likable. I love the fact that they, I saw this video somewhere of uh, Jokic doing some short dance video with three other Serbian Oh yeah, women. with those three Instagram models. Yeah, yeah, and he like this is the guy who beat <laughs> the Clippers, <laughs> which uh, which oh, which I, I love. love. Jokic, man, I love him so. I mean, you can't hate the Nuggets. Like you can hate uh, Clippers definitely because they they just have Patrick Beverly and Marcus Morris and all. Like, yeah, so they're not a likable team, but you absolutely cannot hate the Nuggets. Yeah. yeah but I was still, I was still, I was Nobody not expecting it. I was not. I don't think even Nuggets were expecting it. And what do you think about the happening with the Miami Heat? What what are your thoughts about Miami Uh, Heat's dream run? See, see, that's what if you if you ask this question now when they're in the finals and they're uh, whatever two one up, so everyone will say like, yeah, yeah, we knew it, we saw it coming. Pat Riley is a genius. You can say what you think. Like yeah, him. so now everyone is like, oh, Pat Riley, like, oh, yeah, oh, what, 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 he's like a chess grandmaster. Pat Riley is the last year we uh, general manager. Tha. <laughs> yeah. They didn't do shit. No, but okay, even at the risk of sounding like a bandwagoner, so I, so this season, like I said, I tried to, I made a list. I'm going to follow hmm. uh, six teams, okay, out of which obviously four of them were Western Conference teams, but that's, but obviously uh, Miami was not part of that. But I actually ended mm-hmm. up watching them because I think they were they were leading in the Eastern Conference for about uh, 30, 40 games. They were number one. I think they were they were right up there, right? In the at the beginning of the regular yeah. season. I was I was super impressed with their constant sort of I don't know if technically it's called motion offense, but their constant cutting and moving uh, without the ball. They're so much fun to watch. And uh, mm-hmm. and obviously and I'm watching them now. I love how Jimmy Butler is able to disappear into the team for three and a half quarters and then resurrect in the last five minutes and then like yes. and then take over on both ends of the floor. I think that's that's uh, that's crazy, man. I I don't want to do the Jordan comparison, but it's very Jordan-esque in the ability to just sort of preempt and to know what's going to happen and then be able to anticipate and get steals and convert and score against so-called elite defenders, right? That layup that he got in that uh, in game two, mm-hmm. right? Uh, that was that was insane, yeah. man. So, he had the two uh, crazy steals and then he made that behind, which was very Jordanesque. That uh, one play where he uh, threw the ball behind his back to in the front court and then he went on to convert the layup. Yeah, go go out of bounds, right? That's such a classic Jordan thing. I'm uh, sure people are going to do that yeah. mashup of uh, <laughs> Butler and. Uh, <laughs> But Lakers probably will yeah. will win, man. I I feel yeah. I mean it's good for LeBron because I think LeBron deserves some luck. He has had a lot of bad luck in the playoffs in the past. Yeah, the, I the think. Golden State Warriors yeah. was extremely bad luck. That was a really bad luck. Three year bad luck stretch. So I think that, but I still as as obviously as a basketball fan, we would have wanted the Clippers Lakers uh, finals. I we would have conference finals. That's the only thing I wanted. Ah. I didn't really care about the Clippers that much, but I wanted a Kawhi LeBron. Yeah, that would just just been right. fun. I think that would be the virtual finals if that had happened. But uh, if Kawhi had stayed in Toronto, then we would have seen that finals. But he didn't. That's one more thing. Honestly, I don't. Maybe you guys can help me. I I I generally at the start of the season, we all knew that Raptors were la- lacking a superstar. Uh, 
so mm-hmm. i don't understand like it seems like such an obvious problem to solve if kawai goes you get someone else right you cannot like with your with with role players because even miami heat have jimmy butler in that sense right but uh, raptors don't really have that alpha dog like pascal siakam is still i think 2 years away from being that uh, player yeah so i i think uh, the beginning of the season like with pascal's uh, form at the beginning of the season they thought he will fill that role up and uh, in the in the playoffs he could not do that i mean uh, like he had a shit series let's not make two points about it but uh, I, i think they hoped that he would have a better series yeah but that seems it is to be expected right i think we all like all I mean it's sort of I don't know it should have been addressed <laughs> I still think like Celtics also like I don't Lakers are going to win man like I'm a very would be very surprised if an Eastern Conference team whether Miami or Celtics win it because yeah. again I like a very I'm I'm old school in that sense like where is your where is your true center you still need that you still need agile bigs yeah. I don't think uh, Celtics but yeah, yeah. I mean, Anthony Davis is there then you don't have to worry about true center I mean he's but is it is it kind of power forward also right like, I mean he played power forward. I mean he I think he was listed as power forward but I mean if he if you are 7 feet tall and you can shoot threes then you are a modern day NBA center plus if you move like that then you know you can find a place anywhere yeah but uh, yeah so okay. I don't understand um, that yeah anyway go ahead yeah I mean <laughs> uh, so yeah I mean we will do our this or that sort of questions and uh, oh. we have we have some some questions i mean you know just rapid fire questions don't uh, think too much about it some nba related some little indian basketball probably related okay uh, let's start then if you could change only one thing about uh, indian basketball either by way of coverage or you know like something that you could change if a genie gave you one wish that you wanted to be granted what would it be uh remove politics Politics. That's, politics. Is that just one wish, or is that like a plethora of wishes? Politics, that is that is an over <laughs> overarching wish that if this gets solved, everything <laughs> else will get sorted on its own. So. <laughs> okay, I mean on the same way. Okay. On the same way, my question is pretty much similar. Uh, if you had to wave a wand and get rid of either Bangalore traffic or the BFI, which would you do? Bangalore traffic, man. Bangalore traffic is bad. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Bangalore. <laughs> <laughs> oh man because he, he, he like bfi is like okay one person goes someone else comes right it's not a, it's not going to help <laughs> bangalore traffic at least is is helping the entire city and so and is helping me personally which which i think so anyway so <laughs> okay if you could bring back one thing into the into indian basketball mm, would you bring back uh, uh, like uba for professionals or uba for school i i would do like a school and college league like uh, i think that's needed because that's that's what is going to get, create the talent and create that pathway uh, going up uh, that's what i would do okay okay, okay. Uh, last one i mean favorite player in the uh, last favorite player in the nba lebron or kawai you want uh, you can go for it oh lebron is oh finally a tough question Le- LeBron LeBron is amazing but i think uh, if i had to pick a player in my team today as of now 35 year old lebron mm. versus however old kawai is i think what 27 or something i would pick kawai as of today uh, if i had to pick a guy yeah all right um like 10 years ahead would you be would you be would you be like proud if eclavias was a uh, successful media company or a successful like kind of a social not i wouldn't say like a non profit but like kind of like a grassroots movement kind of social thing uh, which one would you be more proud of 10 years down the line if i if i can choose option 3 then i would just say eclavia just wants to be a catalyst oh, catalyst of yeah but but it has okay <laughs> but successful successful media company man for sure i i want to make money it's not like i, I don't want to make money it's just that there okay. is it seems it seems like it's an either or right now like either you can make money or you can you can uh, spit what you think are truth bombs i wish i could earn money sp- <laughs> spitting truth bombs but that doesn't seem to be happening right now <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a that's it's wishful thinking media is about media is not about the truth my friend the word saying i'm saying that people with the money wants that's what it uh, is Well, yeah but i mean of course our aim is you know eventually in india 
some I don't know what it will happen because I really don't know what I mean I know the hurdles very generally but specifically is it favoritism is it the pol- like do you have to line the pockets of politicians I don't know what it is but hopefully soon one day we'll have a national basketball league in India where we have franchise systems and we get people to play basketball maybe there one day there is a film about basket film where you know the main character plays basketball alert uh, goes through a life changing uh, you know path through basketball or something with basketball i think those kind of things might uh, uh, you know like help reach basketball to the masses of the country and you know one day uh, probably eklavias will be the spearhead of that movement and wallace bay will be covering it hopefully Awesome, awesome. Look forward to that. Yes, awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much, Gopal. Man. Uh, absolute delight talking to you. We've been uh, sure. planning this, I think, since the day we met. Uh, uh, I, I think you had, like, you've lost a lot of weight since that time in uh, Red That's Bull. Good. But, uh, I'm glad. That's a good thing. I wanted to lose weight. I was, like, not... not <laughs> <laughs> like, you look more prosperous, as they say in India. Like, you look a lot more prosperous than now. Uh, this lockdown does not... Uh, you've probably been working out or something of that sort hopefully no man <laughs> and no it's man. not uh, no no, no. just just doing jhadu pocha if that counts that's like a full body workout that guy that's cardio that's cardio that's high intensity yeah. interval training i guess okay <laughs> all right we need uh i mean for listeners uh, like share subscribe to all that shares we need okay please say bye and uh, end, end this See you, bye-bye. Bye-bye.